Hello and welcome back to How About That Crypto. You are watching your daily crypto news and updates with your host, Bitcoin Stylist on Twitter and Bitcoin Hairstylist on Instagram. Today's news story is a big one. I show up Monday through Friday and explain crypto and Web3 while keeping you up to date on the latest. This story is only one story today because it's so big. What is the Freedom Convoy and what does it have to do with crypto? And if you stay till the end, I'll give you a little summary of a technical analysis for Bitcoin. If you like or don't like the content, please let me know by leaving a comment below. Please like, subscribe, ring the bell if you're watching on YouTube. Please give me five stars and subscribe and follow me on podcast. It helps support the channel and it doesn't cost you anything. And just to be clear and litigious, this is not financial advice. This is for entertainment purposes only. You can use the links below to do your own research. Well, now, if you haven't heard of the Freedom Convoy, according to the Wall Street Journal, in an article titled, What is the Freedom Convoy? Trucker protests and candidate explain economic blockades and other demonstrations formed in opposition to the country's COVID-19 restrictions and vaccine mandates. Well, that basically summarizes, but I'm going to give you a little bit more information. Uh, a small team of Western Canadian truckers, family and friends launched a protest in January for no more vaccine mandates. The government responded by invoking the National Emergencies Act. This created a national state of emergency, which means that they gave them power to force the freezing of accounts and no more fundraising to support them and support the protesters. And if you support a protester by way of, pro of, by way of donation, then you are considered a protester and you come under this account act, which means your accounts will be frozen. So accounts are being unfrozen at, at this time as things dissipate and they and and government officials have said if you remove yourself from this protest then you your account will be unfrozen so what does this have to do with bitcoin well i wanted you to check this uh, little short little video out by coindesk right here Time to check in with Coindesk Global Policy and Regulation Managing Editor Nick Day, who's also the editor of Coindesk, the state of crypto newsletter. Good morning, Nick. So earlier on in the show, you know, I talked about Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau, and he's evoking the Emergencies Act to block crypto wallets linked to protesting truckers. Any update on that? Good morning. Uh, so, yeah, yesterday we uh, FinTrack, that is Canada's uh, one of Canada's international money laundering agencies, uh, put 34 different crypto addresses, including 29 Bitcoin addresses, onto a sanctions list, basically ordering financial institutions not to interact with these addresses and, uh, you know, seemingly trying to freeze these funds that have been donated to Canadian truckers, which uh, under the Emergencies Act uh, appears to, you know, kind of designate these truckers as, don't quote me, but I think, you know, involved in uh, not just illicit activity, but possibly terroristic activity, which... Uh, has said a lot of folks on Twitter, uh, you know, the flame. Okay, so just to be clear, the the Canadian uh, defense minister did say that this is the same as terrorism financing. Therefore, they fall. The people involved are fall under the Emergency Act powers. So, as far as I know, this is the first time. 
uh, that donators and donatees had their frozen their assets frozen for participating in a protest. If you have heard of another situation like this, please correct me and by leaving a comment below. So when these protesters decided they could circum they when these protesters assets were frozen, they decided they could circumvent the financial system by way of crypto. The government then the government moved to shut down exchanges. The CEOs of crypt of crypto exchanges came out and said, "We will comply with the government." So you should move your crypto off the exchanges. I thought that was interesting because they're basically saying, "Hey, we're going to do this, so you might want to take these actions to protect your crypto if you want to continue using your crypto for whatever purposes you want to." Now, just to be clear, I am not promoting or, or disavowing or putting down any of these actions. I'm here to promote on crypto adoption and crypto risk, okay? I am not here to talk about political situations. I do believe in the power of individual free, I do believe in individual freedom, but, and I do believe in checks and balances. And I, at the same time, I do appreciate that what the government has provided. So it is a, it is a interesting relationship between the two. Now, Back to this story. So the CEOs of crypto exchanges came out and said, we will comply with the government. You should move your crypto off exchanges in and use a cold storage wallet. Well, what is a cold storage wallet? I have talked about this in the past. So you can go back and watch the episode on wallets. And uh, well, a cold storage wallet is essentially a, think of it like a thumb drive where you can put stuff in and it has its own set of passwords. Well, that that essentially is what makes it risky. You can lose your password and you can lose your physical wallet. The upside to leaving your crypto on an exchange like Coinbase or FTX or Crypto.com, uh, well, the benefit is that it's just like your bank account. Because it's centralized and it's controlled by one entity, they have the power to reset your password if you lose it. So you might you have to go through identity verification process, just like when you lose your password uh, to your bank account, but you can restore it. Now, the downside is that the government does have control over it. If you're not worried about that and you're not participating in any of these types of activities, then you might be better off leaving it there. However, this is not financial advice. It's not investment advice. There are risks because if the crypto exchange gets hacked, will you get your money back? If your phone gets hacked, will you get your money back? Now, there's all kinds of phishing scams. Yesterday, I talked about a big phishing scam when millions of dollars were taken away because people clicked on a link that looked like it was it was from a legitimate source and that gave people the gave the gave the scammer access to the person's crypto. So there are downsides. There are pros and cons to both. You have to do your research to decide what's best for you. Now, it seems that people may figure out how to donate to an outlaw's cause via crypto because you could take your money off the exchange and do a peer-to-peer -peer transfer, but the recipients might not be able to use your crypto. Plus, the tracking of crypto has already been demonstrated by the FBI and the DOJ in the United States of America. And so we know this is totally doable. So you cannot hide in crypto. It's all public. Now, and if anybody thinks that this type of the illicit transactions and all this stuff is happening on crypto, do your homework. While it can happen and it definitely has happened in the past, 
the amount of this stuff has gone down. The amount of hacks have gone up because more and more people are adopting crypto. So it, that makes sense. However, the use in any sort of other illicit activities that are being popular, popularly being uh, spoken about in uh, public circles and mainstream media and certain politicians, then just so you know that it, inaccurate information, I'll do a story about that. But the bottom line is it doesn't matter because the FBI and the DOJ have demonstrated that they have become more sophisticated and they are able to track and seize crypto using illicit transactions. So while that might not, you might not be happy about that, if you're participating in such activity, I am happy about that because that is good for adoption. Remember, adoption and risk are my primary focuses. Now, let's just give you a hypothetical situation. And if vendors accepted crypto and the government wanted to shut people down, so let's say a bunch of stores were accepting crypto and uh, and the government wanted, let's fast forward, and the, gov and the government decided they were going to do this again and freeze people's wallets. And then a bunch of people started using crypto off of the exchanges so the government didn't know wh whose wallet was what. Well, guess what they're going to do? They're going to shut down the vendors, the stores that you can use the crypto at. Well, you might be able to send it between each other and create some sort of like system where, you know, I give you a haircut, you send me Bitcoin, I can go to, where can I go to use it after that? Like services, yeah, but like goods, you know, if I go to a farm, I guess, and I can buy some stuff from a part. Anyway, a point is that it's really hard when you can't just widely use it. And that comes with adoption. Let's say adoption moves forward. People are starting to accept crypto for payments. And well, check this out. The government comes in and says, shuts it down. Then all those vendors are not going to accept from certain wallets. And they might not even accept for crypto for a period of time. Who knows how the, it'll work out? I do think people are foolish if they think that there will become a separate financial system. And the reason why I think that is, let me explain how it would work. Let's say that you want to use your crypto at a, at a business. Well, if the business has any investors, then they are not going to accept your crypto if you are deemed... Uh, to be a bad actor by the, whichever government is in power at the time. Investors tend to shy away from their money being seized. They want to make more money. They cannot do that if it's locked up. And they can't do that if it's in lawsuits. Think of a company that on the stock market that when they experience a lawsuit, all their, their stock plummets. And that's because everyone's like, I think I'll sit this one out and wait until this the smoke clears or the dust settles, so the saying goes. And the companies that accept crypto would have to be ready to experience the wrath of the federal government through seizures of assets and other, you know, property, everything. They could literally come and like board up your windows. So I don't know about that. Now, I could be wrong, but at the same time, I do think all of this talk and all of this press and all this use case is bullish. And it is indicated by the most inflows into the spot Bitcoin ETF in Canada since they debuted, which is massive. So people must think that crypto and Bitcoin is a good place to go, even though the government is successful at shutting it down for their needs. Now, I don't know if you agree with 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 the use of these app powers, but that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about do people think that Bitcoin is going to be widely used? Do people think that they want to store their money and their value in Bitcoin or other cryptocurrencies? It seems that 
they do. I believe we are better off getting our crypto into a place where it is widely used by way of legislation, which protects the use of crypto, not some of this more kind of use that is considered outlawed. Now, I am worried that the government might think that, hey, we don't want this. And uh, so, you know, we can have an executive order where Joe Biden is like, oh, no, I need to sanction Ukraine. And now Canada's having trouble shutting down a peaceful protest because of Bitcoin. Well, I think this executive order needs to say that we're going to ban it. And then we got to go through, I don't know how much time before we before we change that those rulings. And during that time, price will collapse. These type of activities, while they may show a use case, they also show the government uh, government, why they don't want it around. However, the feds are not stupid and they will get your crypto if they need to. I also think that you will see more adoption due to the situation for better or for worse. Adoption is good for price go up technology. Now, what do you think about this? You know, what do you think this is good for adoption? Do you think this increases the risk or reduces the risk for owning crypto as it pertains to the long-term price potential? Speaking of which, the technical analysis for Bitcoin, I love listening to Benjamin Cohen into the Cryptoverse and Invest Answers on YouTube. The links will be in the description below. You can check them out yourself. But a little bit of a summary of rate is that there is a bunch of selling of Bitcoin by, or sorry, selling of Bitcoin by long-term holders is flat. This means they are not worried about price. Uh, however, a longer term bear, a longer bear market is likely to push people to sell their Bitcoin as soon as the price goes up, which could could keep the price lower in the medium, short to medium term. Long term, you have to make that decision for yourself, but the likelihood is that you see some selling pressure once we see some sort of recovery, just because there's people that have been sitting in that rut within that in that down down space financially, they're going to want to experience some profits. And uh, Bitcoin holdings on exchanges are continuing to decline. This means bullish for the long-term perspective. That means that people are pulling their money off of exchanges and sticking it in a cold wallet or a hot wallet, which is what I just spoke about earlier. And the more people that do that, the more likely that there's going to be a supply shock. Price will probably go up. And it also means that people are looking to are starting to see the value long-term value in Bitcoin. This trend continues despite all these macro issues, the Freedom Convoy, the Ukraine situation, the Fed interest hikes, and the looming executive order. The two, and last but not least, 200-day moving average is down near 20,000. This is largely considered a support level. So, I don't think it's going to go down to 20,000. I don't know anybody who thinks it's going to go down to 20,000 unless unless they're a long-term Bitcoin bear. But I do think that $30,000 point could be tested again. Therefore, I got my sights set on my purchase levels at 32,000, 27,000 and 23,000. I do believe I'm going to keep the faith. I'm going to hodl with diamond hands. Let me know what you think. What are you buying? What are you selling? What do you think about this whole story? Please like, subscribe. It helps support the channel. It doesn't cost you anything. Have a good day. Hot along.